Hello, and welcome to Citre Cruz Talks. In using the present to inform the future, we're going to listen in to a conversation between Seatrade's own Anne Kalosh and the CEO of Tui Cruises, Vivica Meyer, which originally aired during Seatrade Cruise Virtual Health and Safety. They discuss Tui's experience cruising during the pandemic, sharing wins and challenges, and giving a strong message that cruising can be safe, even pre-vaccine. Vibica also goes into plans for the year ahead, including how they hope to continue to support passengers and crew. Now, let's listen in as Anne welcomes Vibica to the discussion. Hello, everyone. I'm Anne Kalosh, editor of Sea Trade Cruise News. Now, please welcome Vibka Meyer, CEO of TUI Cruises, one of the first cruise lines to resume operating already last summer with a many months long track record of safe operation. So please, Vivka, take it away. Well, it's a great pleasure as always to talk about cruises and no one of us, I guess, has expected that even a year after the pandemic started, we will still be discussing how cruises can be possible in these days. I guess everyone was of the opinion that we will be better off right now and more ships would be sailing. But well, the truth, we all know that this is a little different and I pretty well remember the last year, it was more or less a year ago after repatriating passengers and crew safely home, that we sat together with our team and said, what can we do to make cruises possible in times of pandemic? Because we here were always of the opinion that the cruise industry or cruise ships are better prepared and have really comprehensive hygienic and health protocols in place, more detailed than any other travel form has. And we always were of the opinion that a ship is not necessarily the environment where one can contract a virus easily. That was our motivation. And the other big motivation was that a few days after the last passengers went home from the cruise, which we needed to interrupt due to the global travel warning, that many passengers, customers reached out and said, please make sure that we can have our summer holidays on board of the ship. We want to be back on the ship. So with this in mind, we sat together, we gathered with experts, and we found the platform for expert team of medicals, of ship doctors, uh, epidemiologists, virologists, to really work on a concept that cruising is possible in times of a pandemic. And after a few months, after a few weeks, we were able to have the first draft. And this concept is 100 pages strong. So covering pretty much everything, you, what has to do with cruising from embarkation to shore excursions and really to every detail, what a customer experiences on board. And in these 100 pages, you can find the four big blocks. And this is keeping the distance. So we started with limitation of guest capacity to 60%. We implemented very strict distancing rules on board, but this was something everyone has learned meanwhile, sure, anyhow. And we also put in place stricter disinfection and enhanced our medical program on board, including an early warning system on board of the ship. And of course, a protocol to deal with infections on board, because we also said we never can promise in a COVID-free environment, but we can do our best to avoid spreading 
And if you have cases on board that you can interrupt these chains. And of course, testing was, was uh, another big part uh, of our concept. Uh, and back then in July 2020, 24th of July, we were able to set sail with uh, MyTrip2 from the port of Hamburg. And that first cruise was a blue cruise. We named it blue cruise or a scenic cruise, cruise to nowhere. And the maximum capacity was reached. Our capacity was sold out. Passengers couldn't wait to be back on board that time. And so we were able to operate even though no ports of call were included in these cruises. This was the very first part. A second ship started uh, a few weeks later uh, operating from Kiel. And then another four weeks later, we were able to offer the real cruise, very offered blue cruises from Greece, including destinations. So we called ports and were able to offer also shore excursions. But this was in a bubble concept. So all tested passengers went on exclusively chartered flights for two cruises to the port of Heraklion and then embarked on board Mindshift 6 and sailed for a week and had the chance to do three different shore excursions. So this was the way back to pretty normal cruises. And after that, the passengers were flown with the exclusively chartered flight back to Germany. And a few weeks later, we were able to resume business in Canary Islands. And this is where we are today. We are sailing today with two ships around Canary Islands from the port of Las Palmas with a very strict concept of tested passengers on board, tested crew. And we meanwhile also conduct a test for the departure because For re-entry in Germany, a test is needed, and we also do this on board of our ships. So for the passenger, a very comfortable way to travel. We take care of everything from the test, uh, offering the, the, the test uh, possibility in Germany to the re-entry test. And in the, in the meantime, of course, a great cruise experience. And this is also worth to mention that really our passengers absolutely feel comfortable on board. They really like the concept. Uh, and we even have higher uh, net promoter score than we had uh, in normal times. Uh, although people have to wear a mask and uh, we have little different concepts on board that all these rules we implemented last year can be applied. Keeping the distance, wearing the mask, but this is not possible. And also stricter disinfection on board. This is basically the concept. And since then, including last week, we managed to have 84,000 passengers cruising with TUI cruises since July 2020. So we know that we are able to offer a great cruise product where people are not missing anything on board, where they are just happy to be there. And we also can say that the protocol works extremely well. And of course, we detected also COVID cases on board of our ships, but we were able to manage it. And so we are uh, well prepared for the weeks to come. And we plan to gradually return to the itineraries we have published. Of course, this is depending on the decisions in the different ports. And we are in close contact with all ports and uh, destinations and hope that uh, we will be able to resume more cruises and are looking forward to a better 2021 and From my perspective, the best, what, what we all managed in our industry that we showed that cruise is a safe form of travel and giving, especially in times of a pandemic, the guests in a very comprehensive and excellent concept on board and that they can feel safe. And maybe we also got the feedback and this is what, what uh, we also can be a little proud of that some passengers uh, reached out to us and said that they actually feel 
safer on board of our ships than at home. And I also can mention that even we are just sailing around the Canary Islands right now, we have passengers who came on board in mid of December and are still on board because they prefer to be on board of the ship than being at home in Germany. Well, thank you very much. That was so interesting. And 84,000 passengers carried, that's a really impressive number. And you said only a few COVID cases. Mm -hmm. Could you talk a little bit more in detail about how those were handled? Do you isolate people on board? Do you take them ashore? First of all, if we detected the passengers with COVID infection on board of the ship, although everyone needs to do a PCR test, but the PCR test is mandatory to enter Canary Islands, and everyone uh, had a negative PCR test when they came on board, and we detected these passengers on the testing for the departure test. And first, there was conducted an antigen test, because this is what we do for the re-entry test. And this antigen test was positive. Then we conducted on board in our board hospital a second antigen and a, and a third PCR test. And this was positive. And the affected passenger, infected passenger, was immediately isolated on board. Um, and, of course, we immediately did the contact tracing on board, seeing which was contact group one to these passengers. And these passengers were also isolated on board immediately. And then the other day when the ship uh, was back in Las Palmas, we decided these passengers were brought in a quarantine location in Las Palmas and taken care of. We have a medical partner doing this for us so that it's it's a, it's all inclusive in our concept that part of the fact that you that you need to stay in quarantine, uh, it's nothing what the passenger has to do them uh, have to do themselves. It's all taken care of by two cruises. So do you think that the cruise industry then has demonstrated it's possible to contain COVID on board without shutting down the trip and putting everyone into quarantine? Or is this still an issue in some other destinations where you might want to operate in future? First of all, I must say what I've just said, 80,000 passengers and four cases and really no outbreak so that we were able after detection of the, uh, of, of, of the passenger that we were able to, to come back to our routine and, and, to, and, and to, uh, to have the, a strong dialogue with the authorities. And in this case, the uh, authorities in Canary Islands have the concept and to have a, a strong dialogue and deciding what is appropriate to do, we always uh, were able to say uh, there was no stop sale order. So I think this is very good. This is what really keeps us motivated. And I think this is for us the most important sign that we managed to do so. But of course, it's a decision of the specific port to decide how to deal with, with, with cruise lines. So being a German cruise line catering to, to the German-speaking market with Mindschiff and also with Hapag Lloyd, we, for the summer, we want to operate a ship in the Mediterranean and also in northern Germany or in northern Europe, Baltic Sea and also northern regions. I think the dialogue has been very well and uh, I don't see any issues that people are questioning in the certain ports that cruise is not a safe form of travel. It's just a way to really come to the point when you get the specific approval. And as said, with each and every port, our port operations team, they worked really well with different ports offering webinars and also explaining what is needed. And then, of course, it depends on the approval of the specific port authorities or the, the destination itself. But what we have experienced, we think we could convey the message that cruises is possible and these, that ships are controllable environments.
What has uh, Chewy's experience meant in helping others in the Royal Caribbean group to get started? Well, of course, we have exchanged from the very beginning and also with the support of, of Royal Caribbean last summer, where we also worked on the concept and also asked for approval of the medical experts from Royal and so on and so forth. And there's a constant dialogue with our return to service team and the Royal return to service team. And I think there's, of course, with that many passengers and in total 115 cruises we did since then, there's, of course, a lot of lessons learned and this has been shared and I'm sure that could help also Royal for the operations they will resume in a few weeks. Well, I'd like to ask you to talk a bit more about any changes or anything new in the area of testing. Well, testing, this is for sure. I mean, uh, we here in Germany, we're in a different position than, for example, in the US. The rate of vaccinated Germans is still very low. So for us, it, it, it has been clear from the very beginning of this year that we will go on with, with our concept. And that means less capacity and also a strict uh, test protocol. So as we have made a lot of experience either with PCR tests and antigen tests on our for our German uh, cruises, which departed here in the German ports last summer, we did an antigen testing right before the cruise in the cruise terminal. So the result was there in 15 minutes. That was a very, very good experience. And of course, we are, um, we are looking forward to, to see all, because this is a constant development on testing and it's, it's easier and the quality is getting better. So, of course, we hope to make it easier for our customers, for our passengers, but there's nothing what we can say. We, will, we, we remain with our testing strategy with PCR and antigen as well. And you talked about providing tests for passengers who are returning to Germany because Germany requires that now. How does that actually work? Who pays for it and how is it going? Well, we do it on board. Our medical team on board is conducting the whole test, including taking the swabs and then doing these antigen tests and we provide the document that our passengers are able to re-entry Germany. And since this decision was made a few weeks ago for the passengers on board who did not know that this is mandatory for this cruise, we didn't charge anything. But for the cruises to come where the people, when they book the cruise, are aware of the fact that this test needs to be presented on re-entry, we ask for euros for this test and do it on board. But it's, it's comfortable. No one needs to go and needs to see to pass through a test station before flying back. So you mentioned that vaccination rates are still very low in Germany, but what is your thinking for the future? Do you think that vaccination may become part of your protocol? Yeah, of course. Why not? I mean, that would make people who are vaccinated for them, life can be easier. But uh, of course, what we follow strictly, what also the Robert Koch Institute, this is a pendant to the CDC, if you, if you may say so, that we also are constant and uh, consistent in our concept. And of course, what we could think of right now is if you if you have a vaccination that you do not need to do a test before you go on board. But as long as we go with, with lower capacity and with testing, then everyone needs to needs to wear a mask and, and also apply what is what is going on on board of the ships right now. And how about crew vaccination? Are you facilitating that? And if so, how, how are you doing that? Uh, of course, this is our big target for us, that we want to facilitate that for the crew. But here in Europe, as of now, there is no access to a vaccine. But we have high hope that this will change in a, in a few weeks or months. And then we definitely will take care of that. 
And a question or two about shore excursions. You are still operating the bubble concept, I understand. Is there enough availability for people to get the excursions that they want to take, or is it a bit challenging in that area? Well, it depends. In winter on Canary Islands, there were some cruises where it was a bit difficult because we are sailing with two ships and both of the ships were really the capacity uh, was, was fully booked. So then it could have been that not every passenger was able to, to book the preferred uh, short excursion because that time uh, on the Canary Islands, the capacity was uh, a constraint uh, because we, we also need to go with, um, with, with applying distancing rules also in short excursion buses and for guides and so on. But generally also that was the experience last summer in Greece that wasn't an issue as the very motivating um, part of, of the business that really we really experience that everyone is keen on getting people back to the destinations so they do everything that that shore excursions will be possible for our guests. Very good. Well you talked about plans to try to operate in many more areas and getting back to a normal schedule as the year goes on. Could you talk about where you think some of the next destinations, the next home ports and cruise areas on to open for two week cruises will be? Yeah, we hope that we may return to service here in Germany um, in spring, maybe in May. And even if we need to start again with blue cruises, uh, with scenic cruises from Hamburg, from Kiel or from Bremerhaven, that will be fine because these ports uh, have the experience of the protocol and we can also make some adoptions with regards to testing in the terminals and so on. So this is one part where we most probably may resume business earlier. And then we have, uh, we have the Greek tourism minister uh, also approved the concept and is willing to accept ships back. So the next port will be Crete and we uh, will resume business with, uh, with another ship. And we hopefully can do this also in May. Of course, this depends a little bit on the general situation with regards to travel warnings or travel recommendations from, from the German uh, government, for example. This is more also the limiting factor for passengers that they feel uncertain to book because they do not know if traveling is appropriate right now. Very good. So what do you see for later in the year? Do you have any estimate about what percentage of your fleet might be able to operate or is it really too difficult to predict at this point? I would really hope that, uh, that that we will have all ships in operation this year, sooner or later. So knowing that due to the, due to the relatively low rate of, of uh, vaccinated people that we will go with the, uh, will need to apply the, the COVID concept for this year, for the whole year 21, meaning that we will be able to operate 60% of, of normal capacity, but we really hope that from summer on we will be able to gradually return to service more and more because what is what is also really what is what is great to see and hear from our travel partners from our travel agencies and from our customers that they really want to have an alternative for the summer because everyone is keen to see just to change the location for a while and as uh, and cruise ships are seen as a safe way to do so. So it, it's not that we have um, uh, that the constraint in demand. It's really that we need to be able to, to operate the ships and we are constantly working on it. And I think the whole industry, we all should stand together and say we make it possible. Thanks for joining us for Using the Present to Inform the Future, and thank you to Vipika and Anne for a great conversation. 
Tune in on Spotify or Apple Podcasts the coming weeks for more great content from C-Tray Cruise Talks. If you can't wait for more, head over to the archive at ctrade-cruise.com forward slash ctrade-cruise-talks and sign up to never miss an episode. <laughs>